I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Joining us right now on the SDCCU hotline, television, radio. He's on Sirius XM MLB Network Radio. He writes books. He's on Fox Sports San Diego, and he writes for Bleacher Report. The one, the only, Scott Miller joining us here on 97.3 The Fan. Scott, how are you? Hey, uh, good. Rich, Ryan, nice to be with both of you. Thank Thanks you for that nice introduction. The uh, book, by the way, I, I appreciate you mentioning that. And, uh, uh, you know, the publisher just uh, licensed it to a publisher in Japan. So I guess it takes about two years, but um, 90% Mental will be uh, available all over Japan within the next couple of years as well. <laughs> all right. So can I ask a favor when the book comes out and it's, and it's translated yep. into Japanese? Can I? I'll buy the copy. I won't even ask for a freebie. I'll buy the copy, but I need you to autograph the Japanese version of the book. <laughs> Deal. Except, as long as you don't expect me to sign my name in Japanese, because <laughs> I, I won't be able to write in Japanese. Practice makes perfect, Practice Scott. makes perfect. I think you could do it. All right, let's talk a little Padre baseball, a <laughs> little Major League Baseball. We've been talking all morning about Paddock Day, how special it is to watch this kid. Give me your thoughts on Paddock right now, just a baby, nine games into his big league career, and the ceiling that you see for him. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a combination of things. Uh, first, uh, obviously, you watch him, you watch him take the mound, you, you watch him work hitters. Uh, there, there's, the stuff is there, the dominance is there, the confidence is there. You know, I love the way he shows up at the ballpark on the day he pitches, you know, wearing his coat and tie and cowboy hat. And, you know, he's all business. You know, there's not any, you know, he's, he's got the look, the eyes, like the look of an assassin when he arrives at the ballpark. Then he goes out and does it. So so that's um, the one thing. And second thing is, um, you know, people I talk to all over baseball, uh, scouts and other executives, you know, just – you know, rave a kid, and you know that's especially when you know you 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 have something special. I think in this game, uh, you know, people from other organizations can always be so critical. Like, oh yeah, you see what the Mets are doing. Which, by the way, we could talk about them for the next three days. <laughs> as incompetent as the Mets are, but you know that's how it is. People are like, oh, you see what the Mets are doing. You see this with Paddock. It's all compliments and flowers and balloons and positive things and. I can't tell you how many scouts I've talked to that saw him as a minor leaguer in the Marlins organization before the Padres theft. And they just still can't believe the Marlins let him go. So do you think, Scott, that Paddock is an ace? Is he a number one? Or do you think that he's a guy who falls into that, you know, maybe a one, but probably a two category? Where do you, I mean, do you think he's an ace? Yeah, no question. I think, again, what we've seen, so it's hard to judge. I mean, it's only nine starts in a major league career. Um, so a lot can happen. And, you know, you, but I say, yeah, definitely ace for, for a couple of reasons. One, um, what we've seen so far. And, and secondly, what makes me confident in saying 
definitely yeah. is not just the nine starts we've witnessed so far, but what I said a little bit ago mm-hmm. about talking to people throughout the game, scouts and, 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 and people that um, have seen him from the time he was in the Marlins organization to now and the way that, you know, every, I, I don't know if I've talked to anybody um, who says, you know what, I think this kid's overrated. I, I, I mean, everybody you talk to in the game says the Padres have something special. So, yeah, I think, you know, w- with good health, and that's always the thing, right? Uh, but if he stays healthy, you know, I mean, I don't want to put too much on him, but yeah, if, st- if he stays healthy, you're talking, uh, you know, Cy Young conversations in the future. You're talking, yeah, no, you know, far away, number one ace, uh, all of that, I think. We're talking right now with Scott Miller joining us on the SDCCU Fan Hotline. Of course, you can see him as part of the coverage on Fox Sports San Diego. You can hear him on MLB Network Radio. You can read him on Bleacher Report. You can find him in a bookstore. He's basically got baseball cornered as far as the coverage of our national pastime. I say that because he's a good friend of mine. Um, I'm looking for some comps, right, a paddock of his makeup. And I, you and I have been around the game for a long time. I saw David Price come up as a rookie. Uh, I saw Mulder, Zito, Hudson come up as rookies. I've seen a lot of rookies come into the big leagues. And we always look for a cop of what this guy might turn out to be like someday. But I'm, I'm struggling to find a cop to compare to Chris Paddock in this early stage of his career? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm just trying to think. I mean, <clears throat> with this isn't a comp, but, you know, who he looks like coming into the ballpark with, with his, you know, beard and his dead serious uh, look. And, and I will repeat, because I don't want to make Padres fans nervous, this is not a comp, but just – Facially tall, build reminds me a little bit of Andrew Kashner, um, just physically. But there again, back to Ryan's question about is he a true ace or not? You know, Kashner had great stuff, and he had the look, but he was totally inconsistent on the mound. And he, you know, early in his career at least, there was a time when the Padres thought he maybe was going to be an ace shortly after they got him from the Cubs and the ill-fated Anthony Rizzo deal and you know he would flash for one or two games a stuff but he was inconsistent and he didn't have that steely demeanor on the mound things would rattle him uh so that's why I say physically a little bit like like Cashner but but it's like miles and miles and miles apart in terms of the way Paddock his stuff and not just stuff but the way he harnesses it and is consistent and and adjusts batter to batter to batter. Um, in terms of, you know, you think of some big right-handers on the mound, I, you know, Rich, that's a good question. I, nobody jumps to mind. I mean, you know, in terms of the overpowering stuff and you think right-hander, you know, I mean, I think a little bit about Kurt Schilling, um, but, you know, Paddock's taller and, you know, Schilling had the bad body. He was, you know, he had to work to stay in shape and kind of keep that baby fat off. And he didn't really do that until later in his career. Um, you know, in terms of, um, you know, otherwise, you know, the big, you know, the big tall right-handers. Um, yeah, I'm going to think about that one. Yeah, Roy Halladay was the build uh, comp for yeah. for him that, that I got from some people 
projecting a few years down the road. Obviously, he's not as muscular as, as Halliday was, but that was mm-hmm. the one that, that some people told me. Um, the other 23-year-old on the Padres roster I want to talk about, because we were discussing potential all-stars from this team, I mean, who's going to wind up yep. being an all-star. It's, I mean, Fran Mil Reyes is starting to put himself in that conversation with the way he can hit the ball. Yeah, he is. I mean, it seems like about every other day, you know, Fran Mill pops a two- or three-run homer, doesn't it? Right, and, uh, and it's usually in a big spot. That's the other thing. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that because um, I was up in Anaheim the other day having lunch Sunday with a couple of scouts uh, before the Angels-Royals game. And, And we were talking about the Angels roster and about, you know, some injuries. And we're talking about Justin Upton being out for three months with, with turf toe or whatever. And we're talking about kind of the, the way Upton's career hasn't always matched up. I mean, he was looked at for a while, one of the better sluggers in the game, but yet he's a streaky hitter as Padre fans remember from when he was here. And, and, and he would go like, he'd go for maybe a 10 day stretch where, you know, he hit four or five home runs and he'd carry the team and then he'd go quiet for a couple of weeks. Anyway, it, by the end of the season, it seems like Upton, like Upton always has his 20 or 25 homers and maybe 80 or 90 ribbies. Um, but here's the key. And this brings me back to what you said about Fredno. He just never has become a dominant player. Upton hasn't. And this scout was saying for him, you know, you look, he said, he said, I'd be interested to know how many of Upton's home runs have come after the seventh inning because while his numbers are there at the end of the year, it just seems like so many of those homers have come. You know, team would be up, his team would be up or down six to one or seven to one, and all of a sudden Upton had hit a homer. And, and in other words, a little bit more like a, a stats collector more than hitting homers and big hits in meaningful situations. And you're right, Reyes is the complete opposite of that. And it does seem, I mean, he's hit some game winners. Um, you know, he's, he seems like a, most of his home runs, uh, you know, come when, when the Padres really need it, you know, close games, one-to-one, you know, they're losing by a run. You know, the interesting thing with him, of course, now is going to be, is he's developing this reputation. I, I think no question around the league, people are standing up and noticing this guy. And you're right. He, he will, you know, he very well could become, could be an all-star this year. So the question now is going to become as his reputation grows just about as big as he is physically, what do other teams do now when they see him for the second time or when a club sees him for the first time, but they've already got all the scouting reports. So, you know, I found it interesting last night was that uh, late in the game, Archie Bradley, I think was on the mound and and struck him out on that high inside fastball. And, uh, you know, was out of the strike zone, but, you know, Fran Mill, as he walked back to the dugout, as soon as he swung, he knew, you know, and he jerked his head in disgust. And, you know, he knew he had let himself get out of the strike zone and, and swing at a fastball that was too high and too inside, and it got him. And, you know, it's good to see him in, instantaneously in the moment recognize uh, what he had done, and that's the kind of stuff he's going to have to continue to do as he adjusts and as the league, uh, you know, begins to want no part of him. Scott Miller joining us right now on the SDCCU hotline from Bleacher Report. All right, Scott, you know me. I'm not afraid to go out on a limb and uh, and say something that I really, really believe in. 
I'm saying this morning, San Diego needs to get behind, start a little buzz that can catch on and go virally nationally about Paddock in an all-star game consideration. I'm not saying that he deserves to be an all-star game uh, member, uh, all-star team member, but he deserves to have his name in that conversation. How far out on a limb am I? No, I mean, he, no, no question. I think you look at his numbers. I, yeah, he's definitely in the all-star conversation. I, I don't think you're over your skis there, Rich, um, my friend. I think you're, Which I am often, I so that, you know that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But I think in this one, yeah, you're fine. I think Paddock uh, certainly, uh, you know, he what he's done so far is is absolutely warranted uh, discussion among the potential National League All Star start, you know, pitchers. Um, you know, it's May 21st. We'll see that over the next week and uh, uh, the last week of May, and and then you know the month of June. Um, you know, that's part of the fun, by the way, of re- of, of of especially when you reach a rebuilding. The, the stage the Padres are at right now, you know, the painful part of the rebuilding is the past two or three years when, you know, the team's out of it by the end of April and you're just running one, one player after another through the lineup and through the rotation, you know, now, you know, not saying that, you know, they're playoff favorites or anything yet, but they've reached a point of the rebuild where they've got some very interesting young players up and some t- obvious talent so now this is where, to me, the process becomes fun because now you get to watch guys like Paddock and when he comes back, Fernando Tatis Jr., and it's still a wide-open canvas, right? As we talked about, Paddock's just nine starts into his career. You know, what can he do next time? What's he going to do to start after that? You know, what's how's he going to handle June and, and into July? And, and that's uh, the stuff that kind of keeps you riveted on the day-to-dayness of a baseball season. And, yeah, I mean, if he keeps doing what he's doing, then no question he's going to be talked about as in terms of a potential all-star. And, um, you know, the only bad thing with him to me is, you know, when you reach, as we've talked about also, everybody knows that innings limit is going to be looming over him at some point later this year. You know, because obviously a couple of years off Tommy John surgery, Padres will protect him and his agent, Scott Boris, will make sure he's protected. But, yeah, for now, uh, sky's the limit, definite ace potential, definite uh, conversation with the All-Star game. Scott, thank you very much for joining us. I'm working on my Japanese translation so I could figure out how to read the book in Japanese. I uh, appreciate you coming on with us, and we will catch up with you again very, very soon. Sounds good. Hopefully it sells a little bit in Japan. I've heard the baseball market's pretty darn good over there. You know one of the books, and I'll, I'll leave you with this real quick, um, one of the books, you've been to the Ted Williams Museum before, correct? And, uh, no, I haven't. Down in oh, Florida, I need yeah. to get there. One of the books they have is Sadahata O has the science of hitting that he had mm. as a little kid, and it's in his display case inside the Ted Williams Museum that a lot of American baseball books, especially instructional kind, were translated, and that's one that, Almost every hitter from Ichiro uh, to Sadahara O to uh, uh, Akinori Iwamura, they all had as little kids. They read The Science of Hitting by Ted Williams, translated into Japanese. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that Williams Hitting Museum is a place. That's one of a few places, I think, that I haven't gotten to in the baseball world. And, yeah, I need to see that. That, That's pretty cool. And that's, uh, yeah, Sadahara O, there's a name. uh, That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'll catch up with you soon. 
All right. Thanks, Rich. Thanks, right. Ryan. Take care. Uh, Scott Miller, uh, Bleacher Report, uh, joined us on the SDCCU Fan Hotline. Save with high-yield certificate account from SDCCU. For details, visit SDCCU.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 